0: Yeah, it was painful, emotionally and physically
1: painful. In the end, it poured with rain and they all had to get a half of them had to get airlifted now, out. A global pandemic struck.
2: And there were millipedes and I'm scared of millipedes. I sat down in the middle of the millipedes crying.
0: Well, some <laughs> sort of arse I want to be, I can bring one beer out. <laughs> sorry, what do you think of me, mate? Got back to the car, couldn't feel my fingers, toes, covered in mud, my shoes were completely
1: trashed.
2: And then he jumped straight out in front of me, I just plowed straight into him.
1: Can you do Do I need to slow down? I
0: don't think I'm flying or am I doing really good? Chafing can derail
2: your race. And you know, we've got to take care of the nether regions.
1: The electric fence was the worst. <laughs> I still haven't quite gotten over that. Hi, and welcome to Tales from the Midpack. I'm your host Rebecca Hunt. I'll be bringing you stories from everyday runners, experts, and some race recaps. Today we have Double the Jenny. We've got uh, Jen Hopton and Jen Rittosa. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Now the names are spelt differently, but that's not much help on a podcast, so we're calling Jen Ritosa Jenny, and Jen Hopton is Jen. Jen is here to represent someone doing their very first ultra, which for her will be Heisen in October, and then Jenny and I are here to be the voices of experience, but Jenny is a lot more experienced than me. So just this year, she was second female in the Hubert 100 miler, uh, got 65k in the Adelaide six-hour uni loops. Came, uh, I believe, first female in the Federation 12K, was it? It was. Yes. Not really an option. That was pretty <laughs> recent, but <laughs> came first. I think you did, your son was in that too. He did. He. Yeah, he came yeah, first. Very, yeah. very good. Yeah, first. first as a first. Yeah. Um, you recently did the Cape to Bay 37K, which you said had a hill that made Pengana look easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also this year have made a 315 kilometer schnauzer i'm not even joking here with becky yeah thank you very very impressive and she's also a physiotherapist so how's that for experience um and you can also find out more about jenny on episodes four and five of this season when we did a recap of her hundred mile life um but first let's find out a little bit more about jen when you are not running uh, what do you get up to um, I recently took up Dungeons and Dragons, so I'm actually
2: a massive nerd outside of running. This just seems to be you know, the thing that people think makes me cool. <laughs> but no, Dungeons and Dragons, cooking, it's probably, you know, you've got to eat to run, so why not? Yeah. And yeah, other than that, just haven't even been keeping up with Netflix. You'd think this
1: is the time to do it,
2: and this has not been really no? my time no. to do it. No, no.
1: There have been many times where you like, Oh, do you want to come to the oh, sorry, I got my Dungeons and Dragons slot.
2: <laughs> it's a- very much a thing. Yeah,
1: and they sound like a really sweet crew. They are
2: amazing. We eat a lot of food, we have a lot of laughs, and it's pretty much like trail running, but inside yeah. rolling dice and just yeah,
1: yeah,
0: it's just a different addiction. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> you know what? I spend all my money on running and dice, so could be worse. You yeah, could be, could be yeah. a lot Definitely worse. worse.
1: How long have you been running and, and what got you started?
2: I, oh, I've been trail running for maybe like two to three years, not really that long, running for only a couple of years before that. I, one of my friends going into running just for a laugh, we thought we'd go off and we'd do a tree grit and we'd do the Clare Valley Running Festival the next day so (laughs) it seems like I've been (laughs) a sucker for punishment from the the very get-go yeah um and then the first time she was talking about trail running she's she's gone hey there's this trail run up at this place called Mount Misery do you want to come along I've already done one of them it seems like a really good place to go trail running seems really fun Mm. so I thought yeah all right she's like you know Mount Misery just take it with a pinch of salt it's not really that bad you know, you'll be fine <laughs> so I thought okay and then I signed up and I went along with her she was doing the long I was doing the, sh- the short because it was the first time she's like yeah do the short just so you know what you're in for I was like, yeah sure why not and we so I was there heard about five different spiels about green ice and I was sort of like what have I got myself into like what have I signed up for and we also, we could do free trail shoes. Like, so you could oh, try you could them. one of those them things out, where yeah. you could test them out. So I was like, okay, so I'm not going to run my, my running shoes on this course where they're talking about green ice. And off we went, froze my butt off, didn't know what I was in for. And it was really, really fun, except came to the last hill. It's, you know, 2Ks all uphill with Mount Misery just to the finish line. Nearly threw up about halfway up this hill like could feel the vomit going up and I was going I'm not going to be that person because there are so many other people I'm like I'm not going to embarrass myself on my first time I've ever done this sort of running I'm not going to throw up and made it to the finish line crossed and just sort of went that was really good when can I do this again like when's the next one so kind of got a bit addicted from the first go Mm -hmm. and then ran into becky because she is one of my closest friends cousins at at my friend's parents place and she's like you should come out to this thursday night running thing up at belay like it's not too far from you it'd be really fun they're really lovely people there are different groups i was just like oh i don't know like i feel like i'm not good enough to join in a group running thing yeah. like i'm quite slow she's like no no no. you'll be fine that like, you've done these races at you know for trsa you'll be fine like, okay so went along and sort of it became a thing so no. just been running what you do now yeah oh, it's i do yeah. it's my thing
0: you definitely <laughs> so have to put yourself out there when you join a group don't yeah. you i mean i've done yeah. the same thing with a couple of different groups and you go along And you don't know, you know, you don't know what you're walking into. Are they, are they friendly? Are they not friendly? You know, are they too fast or a little bit too slow? But you know what? They're always
1: friendly. Yeah. Yeah. They're enablers. Yeah. That's what I think. (laughs) The biggest
2: thing I have found
1: with them is that they are enablers. Yeah. I was going (laughs) to ask you, um, like what's led you to the point where you're ready to do an ultra, but I think that's definitely part of
2: it. Uh, Thursday nights, definitely, I think, running with... If you if you look at them all, there are so many people who run ultras yeah. that it kind of became a natural... Like, yeah, okay, I can do this. Yeah. And then the more you talk about it, the more people are like, yeah, you can do this. Even you, from like the first time I mentioned it,
1: were like, yeah, you can run an ultra. You'll be fine. Oh. <laughs> 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 of course you can run an ultra. So something that sounds insane just becomes... Normalized.
2: Yeah, it's it's very much a, ah, okay, like, yeah, no, it's just, you know, 50Ks, which mm. is, it's not just 50Ks, it's, it is 50Ks, and I have to keep reminding myself that, even though I run with people who run 100Ks quite happily, or 160Ks, it's, yeah, it just seemed like the next logical step after doing the V4 longs, mm-hmm. after, you know, they're like 23Ks, and then... I think I was talking to Barry and Barry was going, yeah, you can do this. Like, yeah, you'll be fine. Like, You'll be fine. And there's just that positivity of you'll be fine. There's no sort of,
1: oh, have you stopped to think about it? Yeah. No, I don't think any of us would say no.
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of trail running, there's very much this whole, yeah. oh, how are you going to do that? But inside trail running, everyone's like, yeah, no, nah, you'll be fine. You'll yep. be fine. It's just... And it's always different in an
0: event i think yes. I think if you've gone out and done you know t- mid-20s in training and you probably you probably didn't you know taper the week before and rest afterwards or yeah. you know it was probably just kind of part of your week
1: was it yeah mm-hmm. it, was, it was
0: after work and we yeah. have been running it all
2: week and yeah. then i was like i'm gonna go out and do you know morialta or like black hill and do one of those v4s and
0: yeah, yeah that's good yeah. survived. Yeah. <laughs> so i I, so I think that kind of made i mean you've got to take the plunge if you're going to take the plunge you're going to do it at some point. Yeah. And, you know, why run 15 training? Why not yeah, sign no. up for an event? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. save it for the
1: event. Yeah. yeah. Then it's all special.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like the first time you do it, will be in the event.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yep. All right, we just had a short pause for some delicious pizza. Uh, on with the show. Um, now we've got, there's Yarrabilla coming up, which will be a lot of people's first ultra. And then after that is Hyson, uh, not long after and there's a heap of people doing the distance they've never done before at Heysen. So the idea of this podcast was to just ask questions on behalf of all the nervous people doing uh, long distances for the first time. Those kind of, oh, what what have I signed up for? Questions. Why did I do it? Um, so we're going to look at like things you're worried about before uh, an ultra and like what happens during it and any questions you have about recovery and then Jen Jenny and i are going to do our best to try and give wise words <laughs> and help and the voices of experience um, to answer those questions right. so take it away
2: well i guess one of the first things is how do you get enough k's in a week going full-time and it. trying to do everything you can how do you get enough it. k's to train in a week, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, <laughs> oh, you don't. Work. I think. There we go. Next question. That was that was the face. It was like, oh, okay. Ugh, no. I mean, what,
0: what do you yeah. you say? How do you get enough cases mm. a week? Do you have a goal kind of week well, target? Because I was you're...
2: thinking, if if a fifty k race, like, mm. I'd want to be running fifty five ks or fifty ks a week for that. Like, surely that's what you... You're just giving me... The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving you different looks, I think.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, I'm giving the... you will be surprised what we can get away with look. Yeah. Because um, especially when you... It's a really difficult balance because if you're trying to force case in mm. and you're working and you have a whole lot of other things going on in your life, you can actually get yourself to the point where you're so run down that you'll get sick or injured. And then those enough Ks have actually been to your detriment. It is a, a balancing act of listening to your body and getting as many in as you can, staying healthy and still feeling like you have energy. So uh, trying not to overstress. Mm. So yeah. I tend to set this is how many Ks I want to do this week. Like I want to do 66 this week. It's just random numbers <laughs> slowly built up from <laughs> um, And I'll do my best, but if I don't get it, no big deal. I just mark that week in red. <laughs> I <Right, okay. laughs> didn't get that one, um, but I have my goal. Mm. But then I don't put pressure on myself that I have to get to that goal. That's yeah. just oh, that's, that'll be nice this week. I'd I like to it, try and. That's a lesson to learn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> being hard on yourself. Yeah, yeah. Not being too hard. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I
1: Definitely. think that's
2: really good advice, and I yeah. think. you know
0: it's really complex because i think it comes down to what your goals are for the race so for instance do you i mean there's going to be hills and i would encourage you to absolutely walk every single hill take it as an (laughs) opportunity to eat and don't feel guilty so i would just almost you know enjoy that time Mm. as much as you can and just say you know what i'm going to do that Um, but it probably comes down to whether you want to try and you know run the rest at at a kind of a you know whatever your goal pace is or whether you're happy to say you know i'm happy to walk a bit more um, i'm happy to just see how it goes and i think that will that probably impacts the training you do beforehand i think beck's advice is really good i i probably would say yep if you can if you can do like the sort of the 50 to 60k a week i think that's you know do it but also don't stress yourself out if you can't The other thing that I think is really useful is to actually um, run one day and then run the next day when you're tired. So you may not be able to do as many Ks in the week. Yeah. But, you know, can you fit in a a longish run on a Saturday and then can you back it up again on a Sunday? Yeah. So, yeah. Because you'll get more from that than, say, running on a Wednesday and then running and then your legs are all recovered and then running on a Saturday. So constantly running on fresh legs. Yeah. Yes. So I think running on, there's a lot to be said for running on tired legs and, and you know, potentially not doing quite as many Ks because you can't fit them in. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just, you know, I guess other things are, you know, get up early and mm. get it done. You know, it's so much easier to get it done in the morning than the evening and you'll yeah. feel so good even if you just get up and do – Five or a 10 Yeah, absolutely. And I wouldn't be trying to do more than that before work. I yeah. think it's, you know, you've got to balance safety and what you can fit in. Um, but, yeah, don't, don't overthink it. it too much. Just, yeah. you know what, it's your first ultra. Just, I think... Enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, I do think that, yeah.
1: I mean, obviously, the more Ks you can do, the less you suffer <laughs> yeah. in the <any> event. <laughs> yes. Um,
2: Definitely something I'm worried about.
1: <laughs> but really... When you get into those kind of distances, so much of what you do is is mental. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, my story of going in ridiculously undertrained last year and knowing it's all mental, and and yeah, it was enough to get me through. Like, so, <laughs> it's that you're going to finish this? I'm telling you now, unless a brown snake mm. bites you or you well, break I've got your ankle. Snake bandages, so yeah. i yeah. go, don't yeah. just me <laughs> to the finish line. That yeah. Um, yeah, you're going to finish. So the case is just more about how much will I suffer in <laughs> getting that finished done, but it is a given. All that you right. Will. Whereas if yeah. you overtrain, you can injure yourself. Yeah. So you've probably heard the definitely go in a little bit undertrained is okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think. Undercooked.
1: So. And yeah,
0: cooked. and do you know what's your first ultra?
1: So you're going mm, to get yeah. a PB anyway, and I think you'll learn.
0: Correct. <laughs> <laughs> you'll learn so much about yeah. how, how you do cope, and I think that will probably then help you with, you know, did I need to do more running, or did I want to do more hills, or, um but yeah, I think. Yeah, where you we know, do what you can things. do? Yeah, because I think I think it's that whole. I'm not. I'm not going to remember the saying properly, but you know, I think. I think training should be fun and i think yeah. all if all you're doing is training for one event i think that makes all those kilometers that you're doing training just just hard and you yeah. like they should be the fun you know, yeah it should be everyone should be should have some fun in it yeah. and and i think just do what you can do and then yeah
1: yeah go into it yeah like on the weekend you know, somewhere where i was visiting someone and um it's like oh i might be able to nick out for half an hour because the kids busy. So it's only half an hour. It's only a couple of little Ks, which feels pathetic because I'm training for an ultra. But that's why I look at how many Ks am I doing that week and just try and get them in however I can. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah sneak yeah, a 10K in there. there. Yeah. Sneak a 5K in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just sneak them in. <clears throat> yeah. um, lunch runs, like,
2: might have a lot to start of people do that. them. Yeah, um, might yeah. have
1: to start lunch runs. Cool. But whatever you do, it'll be enough. That's what we're saying.
2: I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> think how do you decide when you're ready for an ultra or your next ultra because i because i just got sucked in and thought like yeah no this would be fun and everyone's like yeah you'll be fine but i don't think you do decide you're ready i think you just go for
1: it yeah yeah you just go for it (laughs) it's when someone at our club tells you you're ready for it yeah Yeah. (laughs) that worked for me someone's like you're doing what distance no you should do this distance uh yeah yeah, I, I think you like, do it
0: when you want to do it, when it sounds yeah. exciting, and you know, you obviously want to do it. Yeah, and I think kind of I being
2: think excited and yeah.
1: nervous and yeah. terrified. And yeah. have you I been binging YouTube videos on trial runs? Not quite. Yeah, you, you haven't been watching them. I haven't been. I'm not at that. Because that's a good sign that people have the bug in them. <laughs> yeah. But I have been
2: following sort of like you know the Barkley marathons and there you the, go, you know yep. the bigs big yeah. backyard and you know all the ultra back, like the backyard ultras that are happening here in yeah. Australia. Yep. I've been following those. So when as you're showing well. a little
1: bit of obsession mm. with that stuff and that's when
0: you're yep. ready. And you're like,
1: Oh, I want to do that.
0: And, and it was off, um, microphone, but we were actually talking about you to empty and before yes. and you were actually filling us in on the latest. So I,
2: yeah. I think you're there. <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: <Yeah. laughs> there. You know, the people I follow on Instagram, you know, there are a lot of ultra trail. Yep. Yep. Sort of things. So. Yeah. So when it becomes an itch, you want to scratch.
2: Yeah. Yeah yeah I'm, I think I'm ready for it I yeah. just want to get out there and try it Yeah, and then you asked when would you do your next one didn't you? yeah, yeah. after so when you've done your first how long because obviously the more you do the fitter you get the better you are like how long between ultras? <laughs> do you know what I think if you asked a coach
1: yeah.
2: and you know they'd probably
0: say um, you know I don't like you know high level athletes don't you know say they're training for a marathon they don't do many marathons no, you no. do they? and yet yeah. we might go out or half marathons we might go out and You know, essentially, do one in training every week or every couple of weeks. So I think, uh, you know, it's different goals, isn't it? I think,
1: isn't it? Technically, like most injuries, take about six weeks to heal. So if you think (laughs) of it like an injury, because you've really (laughs) smashed your body, Mm. maybe that should be your minimum. Mm. I have heard something
0: about resting. Is it for every ten k that you've run, resting? This is terrible because I don't even know if I'm in the day or a week. Um, I know that I don't do it.
2: Um, but I just listen to how I feel. Well, mm. I and I yeah. did say to the physio, because I saw him the other day, and I was just like, oh, I just had like that minor freak out that you get before the first ultra where I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm, you know, scared of the pain. I'm scared of all of this. I'm scared of that. And he goes, well, you are going to hurt, and that's mm. fine. That's yeah. what I'm here for. I will fix you after you break yourself. Yeah. And I was just like, well, what about rest? And he goes, I know what you like, we'll get to that when we get to yep, that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just like, okay. Can I tell you
0: what I did before my first marathon? Okay. I was just saying before, six years ago, I ran my first marathon and uh, the week before I booked a massage because I thought it was really important that, you know, everything in my body felt fine and relaxed. <laughs> so I booked a massage and I had this 90 minute sort of massage. Mm-hmm. And then I booked in with a podiatrist. Cause I thought I really should get all you know your toenails. Yeah. I thought I should get everything chopped off. And so I saw a podiatrist, and I had all those calluses cut off my feet, and then I run ran my marathon, and I have never done that again. No. So you know, <laughs> you just you just do a couple of stretches yourself, and and I do try and trim my toenails because yep. I think that is important. Um, but you know, you just you can worry a lot about it. I just think mm. just
2: just do it have fun yeah you know i think you'll love it pedicure beforehand with like brightly colored toenails (laughs) (laughs) that's probably wasted unless you go with black
1: yes (laughs) like match them like with toenails you do cut them but not too within the couple of days before make it at least three days away because then if you've done something a little bit wrong and it gets infected or something, then you can deal with that oh. and it's not a flaring on the day. Oh, that's good advice. Yes. That's really good advice. <laughs> I think yeah. that was one of those um, two RSA evenings, isn't it? Okay.
2: I guess one of the other ones was, for before and all of that, do you have a favorite sort of strength or mobility training that you like to do? <laughs>
1: That, that was the face of guilt. Yeah, I know right. <laughs>
2: You both kind of have the same face. I, I, I do actually have
1: a strength routine. But as you've seen, I'm in the process of building a space in my place so I can set my gym up again. But And that comes from the physio that I, I used to see. And it's lots of just single leg weighted work. Yeah. Um, and when I've got that going properly, it really does make a difference. So it's a lot sort of like... They're called deadlifts, but doing it on one leg, yeah. bending forward and um, squats, weighted squats and weighted lunges yeah. and balancing on things, get the ankle. Building symmetry. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, uphill running is strength training in disguise. So that's really building up your cords. And yep. then if you do a lot of technical trail, then you're building your strength in your ankles. So you can kind of get some on the fly. So, to speak.
0: And I I would also add hamstring strength is good. So, you know, things like like bridging exercises or lying on your back and putting Mm. one foot up on the chair and, and, you know, lifting with the other leg. Um, I think core strength, um, Mm. the longer you run, you really notice if you don't have core so sort of core you know sort of abdomen and around your your hips and pelvis so i i actually although i may have looked guilty i have actually in the last two years added a specific strength program because i'm i'm a pretty slight person i don't have a lot of you know natural big muscle And I was just finding that I was just, you know, my neck and my back were getting really, really sore in ultras. And And I would look at, yeah, yeah, and I'd look at videos and I could see my, you know, my hips dropping when I was running as well and I was fatiguing. So that does still happen, but I think it happens later and I can run faster. So I would, I, you know, I'd encourage you, I don't think you need to do it now, between now (laughs) and Heysen, but, but I do think that. You know, leg strength, like you've said, yep. and also um, sort of core strength is really important to be able to
2: stay, you know, upright and not sit down, you know, to yeah. be moving for hours.
1: Yeah,
2: I think that's everything for before. Before,
1: mm-hmm. I think we had some, some questions from mother, yeah, because I could have did a little bit of the rounds. Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> someone asked, Is carb loading a thing? And no, just eat normally um, in the lead up.
2: There was someone that I when I was at Penwortham mm. Carla she did a whole research project on carb loading and she was basically saying no there's mm. the amount of carbs
1: you would have to eat it's not worth and there's it. only so much glycogen your body actually yeah, stores yeah. and so you eat during the ultra yeah. um we were you the the evening um, with Joyce no uh, then uh, there was, was a nutritionist that spoke at our club doing a busy period of um work. and her main advice was this is a quote from her nourish and hydrate enough in your everyday life so that when you do get to a race you are already your best self I mean if you want to eat like yeah. three
2: baked potatoes beforehand, oh. oh yeah do it like <laughs> well, yes. with pasta and that sort yeah. of thing and some garlic bread mm. like
1: sure like yeah no um, one's gonna stop you no no they're no, not someone else asked what should I actually be doing in my training um Hill reps, up and down. Um, yeah, downhill training that is really thing, important. Big thing that you've said to me. Yes, is yeah. downhill because they smash your quads I big do. time.
0: And um, is this specific? Do you know if that question specifically related to an ultra? Yep, it would have yep. been. Yeah, yep. yeah, and I would say. Um, You know, in addition to that, running on the type of terrain Mm. that you're going to experience in the race. So, if it's got steep hills, do some steep hills. If it's got lots of rocky, you know, flattish bit, do some of that as well. So, so you just, you know, you have to do it on the course, but just so that you feel comfortable with it. And the other, um the other advice that someone gave me years ago is, you know, really steep hills. Yeah, pretty much nobody runs them. You know, maybe yeah. a couple of elites at the front. That's yes. it. Everybody else walks. But if you can hike it, power hike it, you will actually get up at a whole lot faster than the people mm-hmm. around you. So I would actually say, you know, when you're out running, if you're doing steep hills, hike those hills and get used to hiking them fast.
1: Yeah. Hike with purpose. Yeah. <laughs> hike with purpose. yeah. Um, oh, and this occurred to me the other day, heat training... It's like oh i actually sweated on a run last week i'd forgotten that you sweat on runs it's been so cold for so long so it it could be 12 degrees on the day it could be 37 yeah like october's a weird month so if there's any warm days like go out for a run um, particularly yeah. in the two weeks before your body takes kind of two weeks to adapt to heat um and practice eating on runs
2: definitely yeah i'm I'm actually really bad with race nutrition like Mm. beforehand i'm good afterwards i'm good but it's more because i don't feel hungry so i'll get Mm. probably i call it trail brain where you start to get a bit Mm. dumb which Mm. is obviously like your glycogen stores are getting a bit low because you're just getting a bit like you constantly you kind of go i know i passed a marker about a k ago and there's no way this path has diverged since then but am I on the right path? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so that's right. Did you go left at that arrow that was actually pointing right yeah, and things like that? Yeah. yeah, and you start to like yeah, sort but, of go, am I, have I done the wrong thing? And mm-hmm. you kind of get desperate for a trail marker. Yeah, And you, yeah, so that's so probably an indication pump. that I need to...
1: Yeah, you're going yeah. to have to eat on this run, but yeah. what's important is you've got to teach your body to not get a stitch when you're eating yeah. on a run, and that's why eating on your runs and training... It's super important so your body can take that. to, I don't know, it took me about four months to stop getting a stitch when I first started doing that. Like, yeah, and other people would to be quicker, I think. Quicker, yeah, I think.
0: <laughs> I think people are different. I, I've always I think, been very prone to stitches. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: So, well, that was one of my questions. Yeah, I was just saying, I hope you're going to ask yeah, about nutrition. differently, Like, how yeah. do you eat enough and how do you deal with an upset stomach? Like, how do you make sure you get uh, enough in?
0: Yeah. i i yeah. would um I, I don't know why i'm leaping to answer this but i i, I eat a lot when I run yep. and um it's so, so I, kind of, of I, I kind of feel like i've got the experience here <laughs> yeah. um I am that runner who is eating and who is drinking so um i would just encourage you to um, eat in training like Ben yes. said so that you just get used to it um, you know you don't need to eat gels every you know yeah. every run and you know some people or at all, yeah. yeah. That's right. I use a lot less <laughs> yeah. gels now than yeah. I yeah. used to. I am, um, I you know, I guess lots of ways you can answer this. So I think first thing is practice, practice eating, and also you can you can drink carbs as well. So obviously there's lots of drinks that you can have to get you know your carbs and your electrolytes. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be solid food. Um, But I think also try and, um, you know, try and eat something every hour and that includes the first hour. So in your 50, you're probably not going to be hungry in that first hour, but you need to just, you know, you don't want to wait till you're hungry before you eat. You want Mm -hmm. to be eating so that you've got that energy to keep going.
1: So
2: don't feel hungry. Like running is actually one of those things where the hunger just disappears. Yeah. And I've been running, when I did my first 30, um, the person I was running with was like You need to eat because we've been out for two hours and you haven't eaten anything that's going to be over two hours. You have to eat, yeah, 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 yeah. that's right.
0: And so, do you use any electrolyte drinks normally? Um, well, I started
2: trying one of them, which I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say, but yeah, oh, like I started trying tailwind and um, one of the goos as well. Which was because my problem is my stomach gets funny. Okay. With certain things like I can't eat the brownies after the events because my stomach doesn't like it. Free disappointment. No, I can't eat the brownies because my stomach is just like whoa. Yeah. Like when I first started doing half marathons, I couldn't eat dairy for two weeks afterwards. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. a bit better. Like the fitter I get, obviously, yeah, the better I cope. So I'm a bit wary about. You, know, you hear people eating Vegemite sandwiches or like yes. ham and cheese sandwiches, I'm yes. like how do you eat that? on a run but that's the kind of thing yeah. that we absolutely recommend I know yeah. or like the Vegemite <clears throat> scrolls and that mm-hmm. sort of thing mm-hmm. that five peaks had where people would be like yeah I'll take a Vegemite scroll and I'll take a finger bun," and I was just like the I don't think I could eat that no no so
0: and that's why I think you practice it in training mm. yeah and uh and then I think you know if it doesn't work for you then don't get your carbs that way yeah. so um I think electrolyte I'm I use Tailwind as well. Yeah. So um you know, I like the fact that it's, it, it, it that it's colourless, it makes stomach. me feel better. Yeah, and it's yeah. yeah, kind on your stomach. And it has your carbs and your electrolytes. So yeah. yeah, you know, they don't all have that.
1: So And I use um Infinite, um, and found that's been really good on yeah. my stomach. Yeah. But I, I just get don't like the sickly sweetness. So I just have it yeah. at half strength of what oh, it yeah. says, I, and then try and get the rest of my calories I did through like food.
2: This <clears> is <throat> gels. And my problem was mm. I would i'd have two and then i'd know i'd have to have a third and i like, I can't eat this mm, yeah. Yeah. and you'd be sort of forcing it down and you'd be mm. wasting that mental energy forcing it down your throat because you know you have to eat it yeah and yeah and you're just kind of going this is
1: disgusting because it's pure sugar yeah yeah. Yeah. So, yeah you want to practice with if you can with some of those simple carbs to see if you can get yourself to tolerate mm. them then you don't have to have so much of that stuff so like yeah the veggie white sandwiches because of the white bread the yeah. soft bananas the potato sandwiches as well yeah, yeah
0: potatoes. some people Noodles. will take pasta as well just yeah. just with nothing
1: in it yeah um,
0: apparently yeah. sweet potato Noodles chips are, are really nice as well like that yeah. you make yourself I actually oh, haven't I like haven't found yeah I haven't found a way to do it and stop them going all sort of sweaty yeah. when they sit in a drop bag mm. you know
1: in the sun but apparently that something's really nice interesting though well. when you're getting to these distances Food that you can eat perfectly normally, and it's like, oh, that's too dry. Like, so veggie, when we say Vegemite mm. sandwich, cut the crusts off. Yes. Oh. It sounds yeah, ridiculous, yeah, yeah. but the crust become mm-hmm. too dry to okay. eat later on. Yeah, and cut it into triangles,
2: not squares. <laughs> oh, no, it's always triangles. So, yeah, <laughs> it tastes yeah. better when it's cut into triangles. Yes. Yeah, um, so
1: anything that's got more good moisture to it, or add things like, I don't know, if you've got like a white wrap or something but add some hummus in it just give yourself some moisture in your food so to help get it down yeah that's why there's a lot of soups later on in that 200 miler yeah yeah
0: yeah Yeah, it becomes even i haven't run 200 miles but even when i've been running for i don't know you know after six or seven hours it becomes really hard to actually swallow something so so you know things like cliff bars i just can't that it'll it'll go around in my mouth for ages and ages. Um, what I tend to do is I, in my running vest, I have one bottle that has tailwind and one yep. bottle that has water because yep. I do find that, you know, a bit like you said, Beck, you know, just yeah. that constant sort of sweetness, you know, even though that's a fairly subtle flavour, sometimes you just want water. Yep. So I would in the first hour, you know, things like dates are good. I think dates have about 10 uh-huh. grams of carbs per date. Yeah. And they're so, a, bit, a
2: bit sweet as well. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So they're
0: quite easy yeah. to eat. Again, I actually find them probably sort of throughout the race. Um, I do tend to pack a sandwich, you know, crust cut off, yeah. <laughs> cut into triangles. I usually do like a sandwich surprise, and so I'll make um, I'll make a Vegemite sandwich, a couple yeah. of Vegemite sandwiches, and I might make a couple of jam sandwiches, and I put them in Ziploc bags. But there'll be a, a mixture, so I don't Ooh. know what I'm getting, which I don't know. It seems, seems <laughs> to
1: yeah,
0: it seems to be nice. I would rarely even though i might have one in each drop bag i'd probably rarely eat the whole thing because it does get difficult so i might just sort of have a couple of bites and you know sometimes the kangaroos get the rest but
1: um yeah snickers oh really snickers right near the end of the hundred they were good yeah (laughs) I think chocolate is a nice treat. I saved it? it to the end because I wasn't sure how it would go in my stomach, that. but I just thought. With right the, the, the
2: double miler, we had chocolate at our aid station. We were 20Ks from the end, and I went a bit mental buying chocolate for us as the volunteers. But then we pulled it out for the runners and that sort of thing, and it just went. Yeah. 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 It just went. Because yeah.
0: at that point, they would have been finding it hard
2: to chew anything. Yeah. yeah. And
0: I guess yeah. chocolate is nice, it kind of melts in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. It's just so easy. Yeah. The other thing that I've really come to like is actually ginger beer. Oh, heaps of people which, like that. Yeah. yeah I had that first in um, my first... Well, yeah, it was my first 100 in the Flinders Ranges. I got to an aid station. And I asked if they had Coke. And I, I hate Coke, but I just thought, oh, you know, I feel like a... I sort of felt like something sweet and yeah. easy to drink. And they said, oh, no, I haven't got Coke, but we've got ginger beer. And it's really nice and refreshing. Again, oh. I would... I you know if you don't think you like it don't don't try it on race oh, day I, I like ginger beer. but yeah yeah it's nice those little cans yeah I you know, pop mm. on in, in a drop bag somewhere and you know what if you don't feel like it you just get it later yeah. Yeah. but that's actually a little bit of a treat and I found um, you know I put it in my last so you have a couple of drop bags I think probably in that yep. 50k you know maybe pop it in your second one or even maybe at the end and it's just something to look forward to yeah. so I would just say you know pick food that you think, oh, you know, I'm going to really want. I'm going to want to eat this. So yeah. put a bit of chocolate there, and it does. It does help you run to that next point, yeah, doesn't it? It does. So, and and you'll probably you know pack more than you think you want, and it'll okay. give you choice when you get there.
2: Yep. All choice when you're at that point. Choice is probably a bad idea. Oh, <laughs> I
1: think choice is okay. No, it is. Yeah, I think oh, it's it, okay. That's a good idea because yeah. you get there and you're like. I don't want that. Yeah. I don't yeah. want that. Like, I can see yeah. myself yeah. doing that. I don't like a little tired. sandwich. No. I just want lolly snakes or whatever. Yes. And so,
0: you know, just four lolly snakes in a Ziploc bag or something. Yep. not yep. not a. You won't need a whole bag. You won't no. be able to. Yeah, so.
1: lollies are good. Yeah. yeah. Um, You're not trying to eat healthily, as no, you can no. hear. That's why you eat healthy all the rest of the time. Yeah. You, know? so, yeah. you just want those that quick car energy hit to get you through
0: and so actually on that yeah, we did sort of talk before I would um, there are some charts that you can look at and you can see how many grams of carbs there are in yeah, each thing yeah. so my little notes here I think a sandwich is about 40 you know white bread sandwich is about 40 grams of carbs mm-hmm. um, I would keep the fillings really simple so I think Vegemite or jam I probably wouldn't do ham and cheese personally, yeah. but I don't know. I just think maybe that you know the drop bag can potentially sit in the sun yeah. for quite a while before you get there. You don't know how it's been handled, so yes. you know <laughs> nothing <laughs> that needs a fridge. Yeah, um, and uh, you know potato a whole potato I think is about thirty grams of carbs. Oh so you God. know when they're when they're sort of chopped up, you know yeah. two or three, you, you're going to be getting um you know a decent serve and i guess you know i i try to take in about 50 grams of carbs per hour i don't think i achieve it i don't think Mm. many people probably achieve it in ultras maybe but um,
1: i think yeah the the average is supposed to be 60 but yeah yeah it's hard aiming for
2: it at least you're taking the steps towards getting it in yeah
1: and when you
0: get that feeling like you feel a bit vague it probably means you need to eat something yeah Mm. I'm
2: slowly learning that lesson.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Or if you just feel like, oh, I've got no energy and I can't work out why, it's
1: probably because you need some food or some more tailwind. But making sure you front load some of that because you can't wait till you're hungry because it's too late, really. Mm. Yeah. And you're probably causing energy deficit or some gastrointestinal upset that it then has to deal with. And yeah, you're not going to be able to make it up once you miss the window. And nibbling is a little bit easier on your gut as well,
0: mm-hmm. rather than, you know, like you talk with a gel. Yeah, yeah, you're just yeah. you're just whacking in a whole lot of carbs quickly and not everybody's gut can cope with that. Yeah. So, you know, I think in an ultra you're not aiming to get a quick burst of speed, you're aiming to, you know, run all day. So yeah, yeah you it's an endurance event. It's yeah. a sprint. Yeah. So you know, grab your, your your sandwich and just nibble on it over the next K or two K's and yeah. then feed the kangaroos. And then yeah. feed the kangaroos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that makes everybody, everybody
1: happy, doesn't yeah. it? One thing for the before is little things that you don't think about. So, like, my first one was sun cream because you end mm. up packing and getting ready so early in the morning, totally forgot sun cream. And lip balm is another non-obvious thing. Yeah, Your That's lips can get really horrible out there and then there's not much you can do about it when you're out there. And a uh, chafe wrong Definitely yeah, not like, yeah most yeah. people think about that they remember <laughs> that So <laughs> cream mm. is what i use because it's just what was in the cupboard and it's super cheap <laughs> um i use the pants on, on my feet which is yeah, another baby yeah, you know, yeah baby
0: sort of cream exactly yeah. you just bite in a tube and i and all over your toes as well okay. so between your toes yeah yeah so, so smell make of sure you're happy with your socks whatever socks that yeah. you're going
2: to wear yeah, yeah. Maybe chuck a pair in a drop bag. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'd only
0: take your shoes off if you really have to yep. because you will find your feet swell and then mm. it gets
1: harder to get your shoes
0: back on again. But uh, if your feet are a little bit sore, a fresh pair of socks yeah. can be amazing. Like
1: last year at Heisen, before I got to the 17k aid station, there was a puddle that I couldn't avoid and I got wet feet. And I did change my socks at 50k, but it was too late. Oh, okay. So yeah, really... This year, I'm going to have a pair of socks at every drop bag, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, just in case, not with any intention of changing, but. But you never know. Never know. Mm. Yeah. Now, this is my thing that I'm going to be trying to do start slow. Everyone will give you that advice. I've. and you'll be tapered and you'll be so excited (laughs) and then it will go and then everyone's around you they're all going and you're chatting with them and then you yeah and then you look at how fast you're actually running and go oh what happened to going slow at the beginning um so i've been aware of that and i've never actually done it properly so
2: i'm going to be trying that this year i've had that being told by my friend who got me into trail running pip she was like front half go slower than you think you need to because in the back half you will overtake everyone who didn't do that yep definitely yep. And i was like yep. well i'm not really racing mm-hmm. but sure like, yeah it's not. a good piece of advice if only to get me to the finish line yeah so
1: but it's really common for people to go in with that yeah 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 i know that and then not to actually, actually do it. it in practice
0: yeah i know i'm not alone in that so. <laughs> no and i think while you might not be racing them you want to have a good experience yeah and if you can run in the second half, you know, run, walk, whatever, but at mm. least be doing it, um, you know, with enjoyment.
2: Mm. Yes. You'll, it'll
0: be a better experience.
2: Yeah. Um. Not in. Like, pain is going to happen. I have acknowledged that, but it's yeah. if we can push it further along. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Heisen's an interesting one too. Obviously, this year it's been run in the opposite direction. Yeah. Um, so you will start. I guess at Rocky Creed Campground, yeah, I suppose. Nice. So it's nice and flat. It's actually. Oh, I'm you starting know. from my ponga. Oh, my ponga. Okay, oh, of course, because yeah. it will be the full course.
1: I guess you'll do the first. So you have a
0: gradual oh, right. incline.
1: There is a bit of a climb. Yeah. I don't know. No, a proper climb. Because yeah. people have been asking yeah, if about if any,
2: off. if there's a race profile, and there is like a bit of a yeah. climb at the start, and yes. it averages downhill. Yeah, I think you might and start then, fairly uphill actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Okay. So do you know what? You probably will go slow, and even yeah. if you have to walk that first hill, that's okay. Don't always walk the first yeah. hill. Yeah, I, I think just walk every hill. Yeah, you know. Because you will be glad later that you haven't forced yourself to, you know, charge up that mm. hill. Yeah.
2: yeah. So if, obviously talking about pain, how, ah. but a lot of it is going to be the mental element and you're going to hit a wall. Mm-hmm. And I know that but like it's a known thing. You will eventually hit a wall,
1: but how do you deal with that? Yeah. That's a really good question. You hit it? <laughs> I, 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 steal my answer for that from uh, Trail Runner Nation, which is another podcast, but they said in one episode, your why has to be bigger than any reason you can come up with to stop mm, you have to spend some time thinking yeah. about why am I doing this, what does it mean to me and then when those thoughts come into your head mm. then you bring up your why and it's going to squash that because it's stronger um, for me last year when I, when I hit the wall, I knew I, knew I was going to. And I yep. knew it was going to be earlier than it should be. And I knew it was going to be hard. And, and I, so when that happened, I just said to myself, yes, this is what you signed up for. This was the moment that you knew was coming. This is the experience that you told yourself you wanted to push through to prove to yourself what you can do. So here it is. This the is moment is here. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Excellent. Let's go. Um, and it actually became made that quite a positive moment for me, which is hilarious because you're just miserable and exhausted yeah. and having a great time at the same time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know, you will. You'll be yeah, thinking, just, there is nothing else I want to be doing right now. Yeah. It really hurts. I know. Like, I really just
2: um, wonder, why did I sign up yeah. Why did I do this? But I'm really enjoying yeah. this. And yeah. I think yeah.
0: particularly that is the beauty of a point-to-point course yeah. because the only, you know – I've certainly thought to myself, the only way out of here is to keep going. Is to keep going. So if yep. I stop and sit on the ground, it's probably going to take longer for someone to come and get me and drive me to the finish <laughs> Then I might as well yep. just keep going. And yeah, again, it's okay to have a walk when that happens, yeah. when you're feeling a bit down. I think, I think the thing to remember is that you will have low points, yeah. but they will pass. And and I think you know the the high points will exceed the low points, and yeah, I think thinking about why you're doing it and how good and how proud you're going to feel at the end when you've done it.
1: And sometimes in those low points, you just go, "What were they talking about? There's no way this will pass. (laughs) (laughs) This is too terrible." Um, But they do. And also, start the event knowing I'm going to finish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I gave you, I gave you your two reasons before: snake bite. And broken ankle, that's it. Yeah. And in your head, that's that's what it yeah, is. It's, it. it's just a given that you're finished. I feel finished. like broken ankle, I could still probably walk it off if it's, <laughs> close, enough,
2: if it's close enough to the finish line. They're
1: just having that mental attitude of like, it's just not even a question. I've certainly seen, when, when I've seen people quit a race and not just like they're sick or something, they actually quit a race, most often it's because there is a family member or a friend, they're very well-meaning and they're oh you know i've got my car here if you need or i'll meet you a little bit further and see how you're going because i can always give you a lift if you need like don't have anyone around you that will give you an out basically yeah have people who yeah. will
2: basically going you're still breathing you're still walking mm. yeah yeah
1: and my car
0: is at the end of yeah. the 50k <laughs> yeah. so you just have to get there did you yeah, get exactly. by a steak
2: yeah. no yeah. keep going yep yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah uh-huh. do you need an emergency room right now? No, you're fine. Yeah. We'll see you at the finish line. Yeah, that's right.
0: And an event like Hyson, there's going to be other runners around you. So mm. there'll be someone that you can see or someone that catches up to you. And, you know, hang on to them for a little while. Use yeah. other runners as your goal. So yeah. if you're feeling a bit flat, just, um, you know, then, yeah. walk with someone for a while and, mm. and have some conversation. Pass the time. Think about something other than what hurts. Because, you know, <laughs> yeah. everybody running that has got something that
1: hurts. Um, so. Is it? Uh, Tomash and when I interviewed him talking yeah. about the, the video and I found this really good too it's doing and Nancy's been doing her little race report yeah. as well is actually thinking about oh next time I check in what mm-hmm. am I going to talk about and then like just kind of planning that out has actually been really distracting to, for yeah, to get what through. you're going through sometimes yeah and Tomash has found that too so maybe this is your first ever ultra You can do a little video diary. Yeah, no, I hate. I so hate <laughs> on myself as well. But, but, yeah, that's actually a really cool thing. Little check-ins. Yeah, and photo stops and yeah, that sort of yeah, thing. definitely. So, yeah, yeah. The celebrating these. Yeah. yeah,
2: this is me at forty years, and I am miserable. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I still want to keep going. Yeah. I'm going to get to the finish
2: line because it's going to be worth
1: it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Cool. Um, And I guess one of the other things with that was even though you said there'd be other runners, you probably spend a lot of time by yourself and you spend a lot of time alone and how do you cope with that? Because you you Mm. might spend like eight hours by yourself when you're asleep and that sort (laughs) of thing. But how do you spend all that time when you're walking... You're quite self-reliant. Even though you're going... You know, there are aid stations, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. You're mm-hmm. still by yourself for quite a bit of
1: time.
0: I would... I, mean, I don't know if you will be in Hyson. It's it's quite a big deal yeah. this, so yeah, this year. Yeah, I guess it's bigger. Yeah, I don't know.
1: The first 100-odd I did... I think I was... After about 15k, I was alone. Yeah. Whereas last year, it was kind of about... After about 35k, I was alone. Okay. Mm. So it might be even yeah. longer this year yeah. there might be just more people around you but...
0: yeah i think i would say for me i tend to um you know break the event up a little yep. bit so rather than you know if you if it's 25k in and you know you still got 25k to go and you're by yourself don't think oh my gosh i've got just as far to go as i've just as i've just traveled just think oh wow it's only 5k to the next aid station yep. and you know 5k is just a park run And you know I can do a park run, or it's two laps of the uni loop, or um, and that's what I tend to do. And I sort of break, I break it all up. And so then you get to the aid station, talking to people will will give you a pick me up. It always does. And and then you just kind of keep going. And and then again, there there might be another aid station. So or you might end up, there might be someone there that you can see in the distance and think, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, I might not catch them, or maybe I maybe I can catch them, or I'm just gonna keep them in my sights. So, yeah, and um, so you're kind of having a pretend conversation with them, even though yeah. they don't know it. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think just all those sorts of things, and think about other things other than what's hurting. You know, yeah. maybe why you're doing it.
1: Um, and this event has lots of you go through lots of different national and recreation mm. parks. So it's, it's you're in this like, you know, what are they called? The xanthoria plants, scrubby, rocky, full native, and then suddenly you're in a farm. You know? Yeah, and then suddenly you're on dirt tracks in the back of the country and, and so you're being chased by a cow yeah that's, that's <laughs> very likely um the terrain keeps changing and a lot of it's really beautiful mm. i find that Take helps as yeah. well yeah it's a really pretty trial yeah
2: yeah um, so do you preemptively deal with pain because i've heard various things of taking prophylactic panadol not norepinephrine I've heard stories about what happens if first aid catches yeah, yeah. you taking Nurofen. <laughs> um, I can't take it anyway. I'm allergic to it, so that's fine. Yeah. But do you preemptively, if you get to an aid station and you're like, I'm feeling a niggle, take Panadol mm. or Paracetamol or something else? No. Caution with the fact that we can't give medical advice. Yes. No. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm sort of saying that to what but we, can't. we can't. experience. My personal experience is, yeah, I have done. Yeah. And, and I have taken... Um, both pain relievers and in fact I've taken anti-inflammatories but I've done it I feel like I've done it enough times to know that I cope okay with it Um, and I have taken it mid-run you know long runs like when when I did the Mylar I got really really sore through my thoracic region just the I, I probably never had you know i stood up for 25 hours you know i've never done that before yeah. and and it, you know my muscles were just complaining so i did need some pain relief and, and i think in shorter periods i mean i probably wouldn't take a couple of panadol on the start line yeah. if you don't have anything if you haven't got any niggles yeah. i would not do don't that do yeah, no, but no, no. i don't think it hurts to have a couple of panadol in your just
2: hidden in the mask. hidden in there yeah. um You know, if you feel like you need it. Because, you know, if this is the furthest, this will probably, not only is it the furthest, it'll be the longest I've ever run. So, like, any niggles that I've had on a half marathon or a 30K are going to get exacerbated.
1: Well, maybe. maybe. (laughs) But you might, (laughs) maybe not. My (laughs) very first ultra, I definitely buy that first aid station. So that's 17Ks in. My hip and my glute on my left Mm. were really hurting. And I knew that was coming because they were niggles I had. Then by about 30K, that had gone and actually fixed the problem. I actually never got that issue again. Oh, wow. I don't know how it fixed the problem, (laughs) but there you go. That's good. Um, I like that. But for pain relief, I know a lot of people do take it. Mm. I've yeah. certainly heard lots. Of... I've heard, like, yeah, I've been I w- told about it. Yeah. So it's I mean, like... Panadol is not,
0: if you have really severe pain, Panadol isn't actually going to a difference do anyway. So, yeah. Uh, I think if you're not doing it at the moment, yeah. I, don't start. No. <laughs> no, I wouldn't start, but I don't think it hurts to have a couple on you
2: if, mm. if that makes you feel better and you know that you've as a got sort them. Of first aid, you know, if you're carrying bandages, what's, yeah. what's a couple of Panadol yeah, like, okay. in there as well? Yeah
1: yeah cool that's it some people in big events um, will have it in the drop bag like one of those massage sticks or balls just to give your muscles a quick go while you're there just to provide a bit of relief get a crew and make
2: make them bring out like a foam roller (laughs) yeah yeah how do you get out of your own head? Because that was a big thing that I was worried. Because you know, like we spoke about even though know, you're being alone, but then there's times where you can get fully into your own head. Mm. And it's not necessarily... You can, be, you can have someone with you and you can just get into your own head. Because I know I can do that. I can have great runs when I can have runs where I'm just like... It can be a 21K and the entire time I'll just be like, what is the point? This is useless. And other times where it's fantastic. Yeah. So how do you get out when you're... Yeah, it's not going to end until it ends, Yeah, the race. So you have to get out of that earlier because that's going to affect your race. Mm. And you don't want to be miserable on that. Oh.
1: Mm, probably mi- mindfulness techniques yeah. would probably be best. You know, the classic what are three things I hear? What are three things I see? Three things I can smell. Hopefully, you're not near cows when you're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's that's a classic, just that pulling yourself into the present moment. And gratitude is another classic technique. Mm. You know, how lucky am I to have all these friends here and to have a body that can do this and just start listing the gratitudes. Yeah. And if you are in a really bad way, you could literally just go, well, I'm lucky I'm not dead. Like you can start with just <laughs> something that's like your grumpy basic and just yeah. kind of work yourself into a good mood from there. Yeah, That works really well. Okay. Cool. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, I... I've... I'm not sure what to add to that. Actually, sorry. I, I guess you know, f- probably for me, I don't know if I've ever really. I don't think I felt like that in an event. You know, yes. sometimes you go out and it's raining and it's foul, and you just think, oh, I just want to be home. But you know, usually, you know, you've got that. You know, you've paid for it as well. You know, <laughs> um, and, and you're excited about yeah. it, and you've got this goal that you want to achieve at the end, and and probably that's how I deal with those sorts of things. But also. Do you know what, if you're having a really, you know, if, if it's not going to plan, I, I still think it is perfectly okay to walk. I, I would mm-hmm. I would actually say everybody walks in an ultra. Yeah. So yeah. I think um, you know. I think
2: I, running an ultra is actually
0: just Yes, yeah, It's run walking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I and I think it's a completely different way to look at it. So don't yeah. compare it to like a road event. Mm-hmm. You know, I think. I think that's what makes ultras really nice. Yeah. actually is that um you can do that and you know what it's okay just walk look around see what else is around you and and hopefully you find something that just makes you want to keep going again. and i, I think because it's your
1: first one you'll just be i'm doing this yeah. like by yeah. the time you hit 40 you'll be yeah. oh my yeah. god i've done 40 and you'll just be time. ticking off the case no. with excitement yeah. i don't think you'll have that as a problem no. No. I think every few K's I'm just like, this is the longest I've ever run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: and tell someone, you know? Because they will text, give you positive affirmation. Yeah. Like, text yeah. me yeah. like,
2: It's the longest I've ever run. I've just done a marathon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a slow marathon, but it's a marathon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, times don't mean anything no. on the trails. No. No. I'm not gunning for a podium finish. No. no.
1: <laughs> there but, are last I looked, I think. 50 yeah i've lost where i wrote it down but like 52 women yeah 52 wow. females yeah. doing your distance it's so many yeah. mm-hmm.
2: hey look mid-pack that's what it's for. yeah, well.
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> um someone was asking how do you deal with cramps and stitches um i've never had cramping in an event so i might. Have you had any experience with that? I actually haven't had any cramping either. Oh. I
0: know I do have some friends who've had cramping and I think pickle juice is meant to be one of those things that's meant yeah. to help and you don't even... Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I've never done it, <laughs> so I'm <laughs> not an expert. I think I, I, I have a friend who puts it in those, you know, those little fish that come with oh, um, the yes, sushi, fish. the little... Oh, yeah. yeah, the little... And apparently just a small amount um, and and I and I think you can do it with vinegar as well and I gather it's, it's literally... I don't know what the the sort of the physiology is behind it, but... Um, I gather you really just have to squirt it into your mouth and you can spit it out.
2: Yes, you can. And the
0: shock is meant to help with cramps. And I did actually hear kind of fun fact. I heard that with a lot of suburban football fields now, it's a real problem with um, dead patches of grass because the footballers
1: are doing it and they're spitting out
0: (laughs) pickle juice and the grass is dying. Wow. So apparently that's a problem. But yeah, there's a neurological
1: Um, response. So it's not actually the salt getting into your system. No. It's the salt in your mouth. Um, and it can actually alleviate um, oh, cramps. Wow. Yeah. No. Uh, do you get cramps? No no.
0: no. no. So do you know? I wouldn't be packing pickle
2: juice. So let's not pack any um, pickle juice, bitch. No.
0: And look, stitch. I think I. You yeah. know, I think that's a matter of just practicing with your food. Yeah. Um, if you really do get stitch, I find poking it and pressing really hard oh, yeah? is okay. is what helps. But
1: okay. So I usually do that. Yeah. The arms up and stretch to the side. I, and, I do the poke and then just yeah. walk for a while and then eventually it goes away Barry's one was um, if
2: you imagine a string like pulling you straighter, and you try and run like really held up with you know shoulders not like fully back but you know back straight that sort of thing apparently that helps relieve it too okay yeah that's probably quite similar to what you're doing it's like a stretch isn't it a body stretch stretch. Mm. yeah Yeah. because apparently it's not you're not hunching over and like putting more stress Mm -hmm. on all of it so that's his yeah yeah but I'd be looking at food intake. Yeah. And and maybe just training
0: pacing it. Yeah, training with it and just having little little bits rather than a, you know a whole sandwich. Yeah.
2: Don't eat the entire thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I think yeah. I've I about for the mids.
1: Okay. Can I ask you a question?
2: uh oh. <laughs> have you thought about what you're going to wear? Oh. oh. I've been wondering. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like do I do shorts? and a long sleeve or do I do like three quarter length Mm. or seven eight length and you know a t-shirt or you know because we're packing a jacket I'll take a jacket or do I wear like the sleeves Mm -hmm. with a short sleeve top Mm, and then take those off if it gets or like keep them then put them on if it gets too cold
0: it is you know i think yeah. that i actually do think you need to think about what you're going to wear you, can yeah, you big can't question. really it is <laughs> you can't really plan it now for me now that is yeah. probably the burning question yeah before i go on a long run because i've only got lots in the
2: back yeah and um i, I mean thought, you do i c- pack and like a do i wear a t-shirt and then just pack like a an ultra light long sleeve layer as well because yeah. i'm going to be running into the night or do i pack you know, do I wear what I'll be needing for later on in the night, but then am I going to get too hot in the afternoon? Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, I think... I know I've asked
0: you the question. I think yeah. I think it depends on the weather on the day. Yeah. But I think if you're... If you think that you're going to be running into the night, put... You know, think about which aid station your long sleeve is in yep. and, and maybe not in a fifty K, but if you're doing a hundred K I'd put it in the one before that you think mm. you need it in, just in case things go a bit pear shaped. Same with your head torch. Yep. Um yep. you know, do it before you think you need it. But um but I think uh again, yeah, just you know, I guess go through those sort of sort of things. You know, do I do long arms and short legs? Or do I have long long legs and short arms? I know. <laughs> a lot to be said for gloves um, short sleeves and gloves
2: um, you know gloves I'd really gloves because my hands mm. swell yeah. up and go cold and painful but if i wear gloves they don't swell up as much yeah because okay. so, yeah. then i get to the point where i can't interlace my hands like that because they've swollen so much from the cold yeah <laughs> yep. and they're easy to
0: store yeah so yeah they're not big yeah. but yeah, yeah again no right answer just i would yep. yeah, What's ha- have a plan but yeah. don't notice,
1: uh, um, underestimate the heat like mm. even if it's like a 23 degree day that is hot compared to what we've had and a lot of it is open like fire track paths so no yeah. shade um because that's get really hot. Yeah. So
2: if you start off the day and you you know that you're going to run into the night so you're like oh i'm going to get cold but you don't want to, do you dress? You don't dress for the evening at the no. start of the race. No. You and have to get changed. Yeah.
0: on. And mm. you can either put that long sleeve in a drop bag mm. or you can put it in your bag. The yeah. other thing too, is that anything that is in your pack will get sweaty and wet. So uh-huh. if you're going to pack your long sleeve in your pack, put it in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. 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 Okay. And gloves in a Ziploc bag. And... Yeah. I mean, if you're starting with your gloves, you could probably just, you know, stuff them. Yeah. It seems to be the bit on the back for me anyway that mm. yeah. gets sweaty and yeah um sort of a bit gross. You don't want to pull out a wet long <laughs>
2: sleeve top. No, like, oh, this no. is going to be worse if I wear it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so after after so I've heard do a 10 to 15 minute walk once you've crossed the finish line to help reduce the pain because that's the thing you, you're going to hurt. Mm. so what can you do to reduce that pain <laughs> like, it's a given you're going to be sore oh yeah yeah but what can you do to kind of reduce it oh
0: <laughs> so, look i think that's great advice i don't know if anyone actually does it do well
1: they? i mean we we spoke about this this week whereas i do that because i don't oh. want the blood pressure drop no I learned that the hard yes. way. So keep moving, keep moving, yeah. keep moving and actually do a proper cool down. Don't that's just stop good. and eat um, um That's, I yeah. mean, that's good. So do you
0: do that, you know, if, if you're not in a very big space, like mm. the end of an ultra and there's lots of people there, would you just, and it's dark, mm. would you just walk around yeah, just amongst kind of the people? Yeah, just stand there. on?
1: Yeah. Like I'm not doing, look like I'm doing aerobics or anything. I just, okay. I just don't sit yet and I'll go talk to that person, go talk to that person, okay. go check yeah. out the food. Like yeah just just move around the place yeah. no
0: that's great advice yeah. i was imagining that you were charging off no on a 10 minute walk because <laughs> that's very
2: i because I, I, I was like, like wait <laughs> sorry i've just run 50k yeah and now i have to go off and like power walk for no. 10 yeah. 15 minutes like no i just I walk
1: I, around and try and move your arms a bit too because yeah. that's just part of keeping the blood pressure up a bit as your body cools down yeah um and I think the next day, mm. yeah. Um,
0: oh, actually, hold on. At the end, your feet are probably going to be a bit swollen. Yep. If you've got someone meeting you, maybe get them to bring a pair of thongs. Yep. Um, because it is or nice um, to take your so shoes. Yeah, boots. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the time of year, it's nice to actually take you take your shoes off. You'll be yeah. desperate to get them off. Yep. At the end. Yeah. Uh, and before you know it, you will barely be able to walk, won't you? You <laughs> yeah. know, it's weird. You run fifty k, and then you finish, and you stop, and then you yep. can't even move. Yeah. Um,
2: what, like a penguin? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, you stiffen
1: up pretty quickly. You do. So
0: I think you're right. A little bit of wandering around yeah. is is good. If you know, if you can. Yeah. Um, if you need to sit in a chair, well, you know, that's I
1: think okay. I don't worry about it too much. No, I tend to just go. Oh, I'm going to get sore. Oh yeah. well. Yeah. And I just enjoy the vibes and talk to people and whatever. And then during the week, deal with it. Like during the week, do the whole mineral salt bath, the massage balls, balls and sticks. Bowling, yeah. And the stretching, yoga, and um so you can do all that after i say don't even worry <laughs> oh,
0: And <do> you know <laughs> what? enjoy it. what is it today it's yeah. wednesday i had the idea yeah. i ran a, a trail you know 39k on the weekend now i don't think i could go near a foam roller yet you know I'm, i am yeah. too sore um, oh, wow. but i do think going for a, a walk the next day mm, yep. so just uh you know even kind of walking yeah, around the block, moving is really the best way to actually get rid of that post race muscle soreness. yes yeah
1: yeah yeah I mean you want to drain the lymphatic system so you just just keep moving yeah. Yeah. yeah it doesn't have to be anything particular no no, no walking is yeah yeah walking is the best <laughs> walking yeah. is the best yeah um walk, walk the race
2: f- if you have to and, and eating yes <laughs> and eating because you are going to eat eat yeah. and eat
1: and eat and yeah. you know what enjoy
0: it yeah, yeah.
2: you yeah. just run but, an ultra yeah. yeah and
0: have something nice at home too or in your drop bag that you're really going to look forward to at the end yeah. so whatever your kind of special treat is um that's a really nice thing because you will be hungry I'm really hungry think what i want now yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: put some options in yeah
0: because um, you might not eat that much during the race. You know, you might yeah. end up having your tailwind as your major food source because it, does, yep. it doesn't have to be solid food. You know, it can be, yep. you can you can get, you know, in theory, you can actually get everything you need from the tailwind if your gut tolerates it. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, but you'll find you get to the end and it's like, oh, God, I haven't eaten all day,
2: you know. You I know? just want some food. Yeah. some real food.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So about that. Some people have chocolate donuts and I know some people have ice cream up home I have in the freezer and
1: you have eggnog. eggnog. I Love it. <laughs> so delicious and creamy. Yeah. I think one of the most important things to do after your first ultra is to set the odometer in your car to zero and then drive that distance. Oh. And go holy guacamole. The- I did that. <laughs> Not I, that's, I think that's yeah. an awesome thing to do like if you have got a trip somewhere or even after coming back from victor of course you'll easily do that i was gonna say is that even 50 years <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's it it's quite sobering to go wow yeah, yeah. i've gone that far yeah. on my feet on my own legs yeah
2: yep. like my feet carried me that yeah. far
1: that's a cool thing to do. And if I someone like can it. drive you home from Victor, yeah, that would be <laughs> yeah. ideal. I
2: think you'll be tired. That's the plan. I yeah. think my friends are actually half planning about coming down, even though like right, our friend Pip, she's done ultras before, but she's she's excited. She's like, yeah, I'll be there as crew. So I've got a few people who they think they want to come and drink at the finish line and be very loud and cheerful. It's great though. And then yeah, again, yeah. The D and D crew are just and like they can up
1: till one o'clock. the morning. Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> nice.
2: But I think the D and crew are then like, can we have a Sunday D and D sesh after you just run an mm. ultra marathon? Mm. Like, why not? As long as you're at the finish line, and the rule is, if you're waiting, you have to cheer every other person over the yep, finish line, absolutely. and you have to be loud yep. and obnoxious. And mm. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so hopefully, at least someone will be sober enough to drive. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, alcohol is a vasodilator, so it's not ideal for you. Yeah, no, I'll and, just... and and your post race <laughs> recovery. But you know what? Because there is I'm beer. sure there's
1: plenty of people who oh, do there's plenty of beers. besides. yeah, big awesome. thing about yeah.
2: having a beer at a finish line. Yeah, I'm, like I'm a lightweight with alcohol yeah. anyway. I don't. You know, you give me one sip, I think I'll just be like, mm. you know what? I think what whatever yeah, you. That's... I think when you've run an ultra, you can have whatever makes you Make sure yeah. happy. If yeah. you want a Guinness at the finish line, you have a mm. Guinness at yeah. the finish line. Mm. Or if you just want Coke, have yeah. Coke, full sugar Coke. Yeah.
1: Cork. <laughs> yeah. Um, warm clothes at the finish line? Yeah. yeah, uh, given, because your body temperature just drops rapidly. Mm. It's another hard-learned yeah. lesson. Pack-a-beanie, pack-a-boots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pack UGG. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And you... Because you'll be finishing... Late evening because of the late start oh, yeah. time. We start at midday. Yes. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You want, so you do need
0: to plan for. You probably want to plan to change your top. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like take the top off, so and then put dry tops yeah. back on. Yeah, and like add two or three layers. Mm.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a down layer. Yep. Yeah. 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 Down layer hoodie, long sleeve top. Yeah. Ugg boots. Maybe I'll take my hoodie down. I think yeah. that yeah. would be perfect. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know I always saw that I wouldn't wear it out in public, oh, but I feel like really? after an ultra. Yeah, yeah. No, I bought it, it at perfect. an aid station, well, manning an aid station, mm-hmm. but I felt like that doesn't count until I wore it into the pub. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's the perfect attire, actually. Yes. Yeah. 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 Maybe pack the hoodie just yeah. as another layer. Thanks.
1: How are you feeling? Ah, uh,
2: less. I mean, I feel like if that's the first time you're on an altar, you're always going to be nervous, but it's good to be nervous going mm-hmm. into that sort of thing because it means you don't... You, like, you take it seriously, you don't underestimate it because mm. yeah. that's a long distance, it's a long time. Something can go wrong, but yep. I feel better. Like, Good. All, yeah. yeah. More excited. I'm excited if... for you. <laughs> it's so nice. I
0: did heist and um, like the 57 as my first option. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, other way, but yep. it's yep. exciting. It's a nice course and, um, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Nice views. You just never know what. Funny thing, beautiful thing, surprising thing that's going to happen in the day. Everyone has
2: stories mm-hmm. about like a f- one funny thing, or one weird thing, or one bad thing, or something yeah. that's happened to them on an ultra. So yeah. I'm trying to yeah. think.
0: We need to do a post ultra <laughs> podcast so I mean, we can hear all about it. You can tell <laughs> everybody about about your experiences. Thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, cool. All right. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for your time today. Thank you for answering my questions. Yeah, thanks for preparing the podcast. It was nice. It <laughs> actually thank you for felt inviting weird. me along. Yeah, and I wanted a voice of expertise. Now, I usually finish with, um, do you have any goals for this year? But obviously, you have a goal. <laughs> so I'm going to ask, what do you think? Is this your limit? Or do you think that this is going to be a stepping stone? You're talking at the beginning about... It's a bit addictive this sport yeah.
2: i think this is a springboard i uh, think yeah. i will want to do a 100 i think i will want to do a miler i think sean is trying to talk me into doing a double miler but i feel like i need to practice hundreds and hundreds mm-hmm. <laughs> first. but i think it's a case of let's see how we go if mm. you know my first ever trail run after nearly throwing up and not being able to eat the brownies at the finish line, and I was still mm. like, hey, this is amazing, let's do it. I yeah. feel like I'm going to cross that finish line and go, well, when's the next one? Yeah. yeah. All right. So, I think you will take. It's your gateway race. <laughs> this is my gateway. <laughs> my gateway into ultras.
1: Excellent. All right, as usual, um, anything I've mentioned will be popped in the show notes, so you can click on the links and, and have a look. Uh, but until then, uh, happy trails, everyone.